Welcome to Her Fantasy Football, brought to you by Sports Manias, your free fantasy news app. You can hear us on Blog Talk Radio forward slash Her Fantasy Football and on iTunes. You can also hear us on SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio Saturday night from 8 to 10 Eastern. Make sure to subscribe to us on HerFantasyFootball.com so you can play our new fun game, Diced, on FanDuel. Also, you can chat with us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB and on Facebook forward slash HerFantasyFootball. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I'm Ashley Williams. And I'm Brandon Marianne Lee. Get them out of your lineups, guys. It's week six. Teams on by Dallas Cowboys, Oakland Raiders, St. Louis Rams, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Side notes. A lot, lot of stuff going on with the Dallas Cowboys. We've got some switchy uppies going on. Matt Castle is the new starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys instead of Whedon. So, if you were as de- desperate as Ashley was playing Whedon, you need to pick <laughs> up Castle. That's your man yep. in week seven. Okay, guys? Again, they're not playing this week, but in week seven, that's your deal. But also, there's rumors going around that Christine Michaels might be ta- – or, excuse me, Christian sure. Michaels might it's be taking Christine. the party. It is spelled Christine. That's it fine. You Right. Um, might be taking that starting <laughs> spot away from Joseph Randall. So they're trying to switch some stuff up, you know. Who knows? It's getting crazy. What are your thoughts on that, Brandon? Well, if you're in a situation like I am where you lost Jamal Charles and everyone outbid you for uh, Turkandrick West, I always mess up his first name, uh, then, yeah, I mean, I'm in a situation where Christian Michael's uh, my guy. There you go. <laughs> and I'm very sad about it because I don't so want him sad. to be my guy. I think that'd be the dumbest move the Cowboys can do. Just saying it right now. Well, Ahmad Bradshaw got picked up too. So I think I think in my in my world, the order is Ahmad Bradshaw, Trekandrick West, and then Christian Michael. I think they're gonna see how Bradshaw does this week on by adjusting and getting back and doing his thing. Um and we'll see. I think I think you're right, Brandon. I think Bradshaw uh has talent, so I think he could be the leading back come week eight or nine. If Gore yeah. finally does well and they kick him out. I just, I don't understand. This is not good for Gore owners. But yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. I think, I mean, I'll go into it later. I don't think they're starting Bradshaw. I think it's a safety thing. He's done good the last two weeks. It doesn't make sense. It yeah. does not make any sense. Insurance, you think you said? It's insurance. I, yeah. Probably. Probably. I think it's some action, but it's insurance. But Brand's right. I'd rather have a Matt Bradshaw than Christian Michael. At least Bradshaw's proven to do something in this league, whereas Christian Michael is not. Yeah. But Christian Michael has more opportunities. Same with Chuck Hendrick. West. So maybe, maybe not. He's still got Darren McFadden yeah. to deal with. He's got Randall. I mean, listen, you rush and you get any of those three. You can, if they're still available, you pick them up, pick them up, but don't play oh. them this week. Cause they're yeah, only, only if you're desperate. I'm desperate. Hey, I got it. I got, I got <laughs> to Brandon. You always have it. I have blown almost half of my waiver budget I'd like to discuss in one league. It's a two-quarterback league. I had Tony Romo and Jay Cutler, and they went down the same week. And I had to go Whedon and Jimmy Clausen. That hurt my soul. And now you're time to spend more money on Castle now? You've got to be kidding me. I wouldn't keep Whedon. You know, this is, this is a tale of the Cleveland Browns and, and the Houston Texans. Just a little oh, I don't rotation. know. I think you have to take Castle. I don't think they're going to go back to Whedon. Whedon's ticked. Whedon is openly ticked off. Openly ticked off. And then says, but I'm going to be a professional. I'm like, well, <laughs> we, wouldn't be, we wouldn't be having this conversation now, would we? 
it's my favorite. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to be professional. So good. So uh, good. Well, let's get into Thursday night's game. I'm excited. The Atlanta Falcons 5-0 and oh at the New York Saints 1-4. and four. Atlanta Falcons, man, I'll tell you, 5-0. and oh, I They deserve that 5-0 and oh spot. And I, unlike some 5-0 and oh teams that you just can't – one in particular – can't believe it's five and zero. Oh. Uh, uh, loving the Fonte Freeman again. He's the real deal. He ran twenty-seven times for one hundred and fifty-three yards and a touchdown. Another forty-four yards on seven receptions. Money. He was in the thirties for fantasy points and and PPR leagues again. So he can do no wrong. And if Demarco Murray can get eighteen points against the Saints, then God willing, Fre- Freeman might have four weeks in a row with some major fantasy points. Devontae Freeman is not only the number one running back, he's the number one running back by 40 points now that oh, Jamal Charles isn't yeah. there anymore. It's That's great. crazy. That's Mind insane. Yeah. It's not missed on him. <laughs> well, I've got him. I'm playing him, as, as should all of you. Um, <laughs> if Julio Jones plays, you play him, okay? Uh, he is questionable, but... Uh, if he's in, you, you do it. And I know Leonard Hankerson hurt a lot of our fantasy teams. I get it. We had this guy calling in Sirius XM. I'm sure he's going to call back in being like, you led me wrong. But how are we supposed to plan these injuries, you guys? We can't predict injuries. I'm sorry. I so agree. he left the game early with a ribbon injury. He's listed as probable this week, so that's a good sign. Um, it's a short week, though, so that's not my favorite thing for him getting healthier. But... I understand if you want to bench him because he's not 100%, but just understand he might blow up on your bench. Jacob Tammy can be in your lineup this week, you guys. This is a very favorable matchup. The Saints give up the third most fantasy points to tight ends, but let's not all forget what Owen Daniels did to us last week. Oh, I I will never forget that. (laughs) So it might be a favorable matchup, but he's still Jacob Tammy. Okay? So just, just... I will say Jacob Tammy is so much better than Owen Daniels. So that's, I, I, you know, and I, that's saying a lot for me. So we're, you know, we're doing that. Um, and I know it is tough to start Matt Ryan again this week. He has only had one game over 20 fantasy points, but this matchup is, matchup is just too good. You got to do it. You know, if you hear really bad news coming out tomorrow or Thursday, you know, we record Wednesday night about Julio and Hankerson, then you may be stressing out to pick another person. I get that. Uh, but if they play, you're playing that, Ryan. Saints. Saints. I talked about Willie Sneed last week, and now he might be a sneaky play. Well, I was right. He had six right. catches for team high, 141 yards against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, he seems to be the guy that Breeze is looking for. I do not think he is a one-week wonder. He has consistently been the guy that Breeze has turned to thus far this season. We were a little bit more hopeful that was going to be a Brandon Cook situation. Uh. But, but right now it's Sneed, guys. Got to go with what's hot. And right now, that is need. Marquise Colston, who's not really fantasy relevant um, at the moment, he hurt his shoulder, which is at least um, separated is what we're hearing. Uh, possible some actual damage as well, structural damage, but we don't know. He had three catches for 36 yards um, in week five before he left the game due to that shoulder injury. He was wearing a sling on his right arm after the game, which is never a good sign. But I mentioned this because, again, he's not fancy relevant, that this could up Willie Sneed's value even more. So if Marquise Colston is out, then that definitely leaves you the Cook-Sneed option that Breeze is going to be having to look for. So look to see. Sneed might still be out there in your leagues. Ingram is the front runner in a party of three. And a party of three is always bad. 
It's just bad. So the good news is that he continues to get the most looks and he is good for five points every week at a minimum. Um, So right now he is a very low RB2 to a flex role status because quite honestly, everyone's been kind of up and down. DeMarco Murray owners would be thankful for five DeMarco Mark. I agree. (laughs) That's what he should be. DeMarco Murray, yeah. Um, So you know what? Low end RB2 flex because he does seem to get a touchdown about every other week. Um, So that's pretty much that. And then Drew Brees, Breezy Brees, he didn't have his best game. 335 yards, that's not bad. Two touchdowns, pretty good. But then he threw an interception and had two fumbles. Turned out to be about 15 points in standard leagues. But, you know, it's Drew Brees. You're not benching Drew Brees. You're not. Drew Brees on the road is always scary. He's home. It is scary, but there's a lot of scary quarterbacks. We had people like Tyrod Taylor go down this week. You've got Tony Romo out. There's not a whole lot of really great options, unless it's Andy Dalton. Which I'll talk about later. 15 points is a lot better than Peyton Manning. So, hey. There you go. To stop complaining, right? Or Jay yeah. Cutler. Or Jay. Well, that one yeah. done. Sorry, guys. It's true. It's true. It's true. Well, it's fantasy season. Are you ready to dominate your league? Download the free Sports Manias app. You can simply import your fantasy team from Yahoo, CBS Sports, and ESPN and get personalized feeds from fantasy football experts. Get breaking news, scoring opportunities, fantasy points, and milestones. With Sports Manias, you also can get real-time updates on your players to make smarter lineup decisions, alerts every time your players are in the red zone. Sports Manias brings you a new fantasy tool that gives you an edge to help you dominate your league. Get your fantasy on with Sports Manias. I downloaded it. It's really fun. Really good. Nice. Really, really good. Put in your own. We could all use all the help we can get right now. So. Absolutely. All those injury reports. Ouch. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get into Sunday's games, you guys. We have the Washington Redskins 2-3 at the New York Jets 3-1. So Kirk Cousins completed 21 of his 32 pass attempts for 219 yards. You're saying, Ashley, I could care less. It's Kirk Cousins. And I agree with you. Uh, it was one interception and went for a touchdown in overtime. And that was the reason they lost the Falcons. But, you know, I was impressed they were actually able to hold their own and take that to overtime. I thought the Falcons were going to lose that for a I second know. there. Their defense is really good. It is really good. Washington's and the really offense. And, but my point is the op, Kirk Cousins, he's able to produce enough for your fantasy players, such as Pierre Garçon is a decent wide receiver too at the moment. Jamison Crowder, he had another fantasy worthy game for a flex position, 87, you know, yards off eight receptions. There are some fantasy options in, in low wide receiver, two wide receiver, three flex roles. So Kirk Cousins is getting enough done. You're not playing Kirk Cousins, but at least there's those two wide receiver options. Jordan Reed, now he is not that guy. He is not an option. Let me remind you of his injuries, concussion, knee, ankle. And while he has shown some improvement, he is still going through the concussion protocol, according to coach Jay Gruden. So this is not looking good for you. You are not playing Jordan Reed. And we are holding out hope that Deshaun Jackson's hamstring is going to play this week against the New York Jets. I need you. I know. He was actually able to practice last week, guys. Uh, He's on Revis Island, though. That's the thing, don't not, expect, I don't think they're going to spend Revis on him. Do you think? Well, you're saying don't expect him to play uh-uh. if he's not a hundred percent. Gruden is he's not having any of that. So he knows he needs him and he doesn't want to rush him and lose him for the whole season by potentially aggravating an injury. So if he's not a hundred percent, he is not playing. If he's a hundred percent. You should feel somewhat okay, but I do think they're going to put Revis on him because who else are going to put it on? And the running backs, again, a total nightmare. Alfred Morris had a horrible game. 
eight rushes for a whopping 15 yards. Matt Jones also had a horrible game with 11 carries for only 20 yards. He did have a touchdown and interception for 17 yards, but that is still just awful. And even worse news, Matt Jones hurt his toe. He suffered a sprained big toe, uh, but they're being very hush-hush and like shady and weird as to what exactly is injured on his toe, which makes me think this sounds a little bit like turf toe, which would be very bad as that is a lingering issue that could be a problem all season if it is indeed turf toe. So um, if you haven't already jumped ship on all running backs from the Washington Redskins, do so now. Be done with it. And then Jets, guys. Decker, he was in desperate need for a bye week to help his injured knee buy him some time. It is a good matchup against the Redskins, so if he is good to go, you should play him. Check your injury reports to see if he's going to be 100% or for Heck sure. Yeah. I think I ranked Decker a lot higher than most sites did because I'm a believer. A believer. Yeah. Touchdown in every game. Well, and the Redskins go the eighth most points to wide receivers. So it's a good matchup for him and Marshall. As long as he plays, play him. Absolutely play him. And I'm playing Ivory, too. It is actually not a good matchup for Ivory as the Redskins give up the fourth fewest points to running backs. But he has just looked so good all season, and we are in desperate need for some running backs. I don't see how you could possibly bench Chris Ivory. He's coming off his best game ever with 29 rush attempts for 166 yards before their bye. That was in London. His confidence and spirit should be high. You've got to play him. Um, but as Brandon mentioned, I do think quarterback Daryl Revis um, will be on Deshaun Jackson. Um so that's just kind of a little defensive highlight for you for the Jets because the Jets have got a good defense. So, yeah. Here we go. Arizona Cardinals, 4-1 and one at the Pittsburgh Steelers, 3-2. and two. Carson Palmer is a must-start this week. He may have only had 161 yards last week, but he had three touchdowns, you guys. Ballers. He's currently the fifth quarterback in the league for fantasy points. So he is starting. Stop it. I know his name is – I know it's Carson Palmer doing it. Also, Larry Fitzgerald is a must-start. He is the second-highest wide receiver in standard links, only behind Julio Jones. Chris Johnson is the number one guy in Arizona, his backfield, but he's not my favorite play this week against a really tough matchup. I don't know. If 10 fantasy points is enough for you, then you can risk it, but it doesn't help that Ellington broke off for a 63-yard touchdown in the fourth quarter to make the confusion worse. And then you add David Johnson got the ball at the goal line twice last week for touchdowns, leaving us even more confused what Bruce Arians was really going to do next week. Um, just it's a little bit more running back committee than I would like. I know that Chris Johnson sure. is getting the touches, but I'd like him to get the goal line touches too. So that this is just like not my thing. It's, it's selfish. Like selfish. It's very selfish. I want it all. I want it all. I want it all. It's not a real song, but I just made it. Oh, I was like, I'm trying to think of the song. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like Whitney Houston, didn't it? Because my voice is so good. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, like Mariah Carey. Yeah, yeah. One of those ballad ladies. Right, right. Oh, and Brown finally got into the end zone again. <laughs> He only saw four targets last week, opposed to the 10 he saw the week before. So that's not my favorite. Um, I like Brown, but he is, he's a bit of a boomer bust player at this point, right, Brandon? I mean, it's just kind of like, yeah, it's risky. It's kind of risky. The ceiling's there, but it's just, it's, you know, <laughs> he's also listed as probable. So I, I, but he's going to play, so it's fine. And Darren Fells could be a sneaky play in daily. Just saying, you might want to do that. You might want to do that. I don't know if I'm going to play him in my year long, but in daily, I think it's worth 
worth a flyer. Um, Steelers. Well, I don't know. The Steelers is like beyond me right now. You know, this is what is for <laughs> sure about the Steelers. You are not playing Michael Vick and you are starting Le- Le'Veon Bell. Correct. Um, but other than that, <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. What do you do with Antonio Brown? You should be the top three wide receiver thus far. And with Roethlisberger going out and Vic being in, he's just not getting those targets. Vic can just not get the ball to him. He tried. And I think he's so scared about that interceptions that he's just – Well, it's not there. I'll tell you what. This actually makes Eddie Lacy look even better. Because right. – or um, I'm sorry, Eddie uh, – uh, Eric Decker. Eric, Eric Decker. Decker. This is Eddie Lacy. I'll talk about him later. Eric Decker looks even better because he was only 38 yards shy of a thousand yards last season with Michael Vick and Geno Smith as his quarterbacks. Yeah. Ask Antonio Brown how impressive that sounds. Yeah. Yeah, but Michael Vick this year is even was way worse than Michael Vick last year. Well, I don't know. I don't know. He was really bad last year too. That's why when people were like, "It's going to be fine," I was like, "Really? Really?" So no. Big Ben is practicing. So the good news is that I don't I don't think he'll be back this week, but I do think that he'll be back soon. Yeah, let's all hope so because as Brown as a Brown owner, uh, I really need him. I I really need more than four points out of him. It's got to happen. Martavius Bryant, I believe, is going to end up playing this week. So, are you putting him in your lineup? No. Again, Michael Vick. We're gonna wait. I know Wheaton had a decent name, but or a decent game last week. But I, uh, it's too risky, especially a guy that hasn't played yet. What What about you? What do you think? I'm just so scared of injury. I mean, his first week back to practice, he gets hurt. He gets spun. You know, I I just don't like that. I don't like. And then his first game back full, um, makes me either think he's not going to be in for as nearly as many snaps as you want him to be in as your fantasy guy, or he's going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. So with, yeah. And then you have Michael Vick. You add that into the equation. I don't know if Martavius Bryant, his ceiling is so high though. He's so talented. I mean, he really is a great player. And if Roethlisberger was in, I would play him. It's just not the case right now. I would not play him with Vick in. Yeah. It's just, it's too scary. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about not even playing Antonio Brown. So why would um, I put play Martavius Bryant? Unless you're in serious bye week woes, um, I would yeah. not even remotely think of Martavius Bryant. Yeah. Antonio so Brown. I, I almost benched him last week, and I wish I would have benched him last week because I, I would have won because I lost by a point. Um, but how do you bench someone like that? But it's just it's a, different, it's a different game with Vic versus. Totally different. It's scary. All right. Well, good luck, Steelers. Le'Veon Bell. Yay. Heath Miller's dog poop, too, guys. Don't play Heath Miller. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do it. Kansas City Chiefs, one and four. The Minnesota Vikings, two and two. Okay. Well, sad, sad, sad. Jamal Charles out for the season with another torn ACL. It's, I mean, it's overwhelming. Heartbreaking. Yeah. It's It's really bad. I hope not. He was having a great season. I, uh, my favorite. I'm very upset. He's such a good person. And I feel like he's a very emotional person. I worry that this is going to get in his head. Yeah. He's he's, he's he's a a torn ACL that I just don't want him to. He is getting older. Just don't want him to like overreact. 
<laughs> come back. Come back. Anyways. He, he, other than Devontae Freeman, he was at the top running back going yeah. into, you know, getting hurt. And I, yeah, I can't think about that right now. I'm too overwhelmed by the fact that he's gone. It, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm 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 wishing him well. Um, it's difficult to know what this offense is going to look like though without Jamal Charles. So that's going to be the biggest thing. Charkandrick West is the guy that everyone's talking about. Prior to the show, you either got this guy on waivers or you didn't. He's probably not available anymore. Although, go ahead and check. Maybe he is. You know, wish I could be in your league. Um, but we know very little about him. And Andy Reid said that he has similar skills as Jamal Charles, and I didn't see that in any of his game taper in the preseason. So. Um, maybe, (laughs) I mean, I'm not saying, listen, he's a professional athlete. He plays the national football league and I respect that, but I certainly don't think that he's Jamal Charles. So please don't get your hopes up, but he will get a ton of opportunities unless Nile Davis comes back. I don't know how Nile Davis lost his backup job, but he did, but he could get it back. So I don't know. The good news is that... Charkandrick Wested averaged 4.4 yards per carry last week, so hopefully he can build upon that. But it looks like Ashley's getting upset about Nell Davis. We can discuss Nell Davis. I, I was going to skip over it because it upsets me, but yeah. Well, here's what I'm wondering, like because maybe he's not – like Danny Woodhead's a good example, right, with the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Like he's not necessarily the backup because he's kind of more that receiving back, right? So – and yeah. Nell Davis maybe is kind of not the backup, but he's still going to be used a lot – um, in just a different capacity, because honestly, he's he's the more proven back. I mean, he came in, you know, last time when Charles came down and played great. Yeah, great. So I don't know why they wouldn't do that. Um, and let's not all forget, Tevin Coleman was supposed to, you know, beat out Devonte Freeman too. And it wasn't until Coleman got hurt that Freeman had a chance to be the back. And look at what he's doing. So, you know. Yeah, don't drop Mel Davis is the moral of this story. Yeah, and for all you know. Everybody else is rushing to pick up the other guy. Go pick up Nile Davis and just pray. You know, there's no harm in that. Because there's also, I mean, I'm not not saying this is for sure the case, but Andy Reid may also be planning using Nile Davis and is throwing everyone for a loop to game plan for West. You know, they are different runners. I do think that he's got a more similar style to Jamal Charles than, than Niall Davis, but I still feel like in my heart of hearts that Niall Davis will be the better back. Well, I laugh because Andy Reid said, you know, they run the same. You're like moving their feet around a lot. Mm. <laughs> smart though. Andy Reid's smart. He knows like, what he's doing. Okay. Um, well, they needed Niall Davis to work on his blocking. That was a problem they were upset about and with him and yeah. and his receiving. So, um, although he's not that terrible. You don't need a backup receiver. anymore. You need a starter. So, you know, sometimes little things move on if he can get you points or yeah, yards so, or first downs. Yeah. You know, I mean, we'll consider, see. This, consider this week a tryout for both of them as to who absolutely. actually will be. Yeah, I think it's probably going to be a committee. Let's just all and hope. All yeah. yeah, I was about to say, let's just all hope Sorry. it doesn't turn out like Washington. But, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It, it will. And uh, <laughs> in good news, though, you're playing Macklin with seven or more targets per game all year in a mediocre going up against a mediocre defense and they need him to step up. So I think he is a good to go play this week. Travis Kelsey also needs to get more involved, but he has not been good over the last few weeks. Only 49 yards then 35 yards. He's not giving you a donut, 
but he's a far cry from his week one performance with six catches for 106 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. Far backwards now. Yeah. Um, and the chiefs defense stinks. I'm nervous for this team. They're one and four and I'm not quite sure it's going to get any better. They're just so banged up. It's so bad. And I'm nervous about their coaching staff. I'm, I'm afraid they're going to start firing people. I'm worried about this whole team. There you go. You can't fire people when Jamal Charles goes down. That's not cool. Yeah, that's not fair. I, I love Andy Jamal Reed. Charles going down actually saves some jobs. <laughs> you can't fire somebody when you lose the one, the one good person on your team. Yeah. You can't do that. That's true. And by good person, I mean the person who actually is being used and, you know. Oh, yeah. Getting you down the field. Um, Macklin's great. Um, anyways, Courtney, I have the Vikings. I just like read it off. I just read like read my name off my outline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Courtney, Vikings. Oh, yeah. That's, that's me. me. That's me. Oh, fun. Um, you are for sure starting AP. Other than that, I really don't know. This is a great matchup for Teddy Bridgewater. But his two top wide receivers are questionable this week. Mike Wallace has a knee injury. He says that there is no doubt that he is playing, but we've all heard that stuff before. Mm-hmm. Um, if he plays, you can start him if you're desperate. I mean, he has been getting good fantasy points up to date, but it's just how hard is he, you know? And really, how much is the passing game part of Minnesota's offense anymore? It's a thing, you guys. I mean, really. Uh, Charles Johnson is still dealing with rib injury, and he hasn't done anything this year, so you shouldn't start him regardless. Uh, Stefan Diggs saw 10 targets before the bye. Um, so he is at this point, your best option against the chiefs, I guess they give up the absolute most fantasy points to wide receivers. So he's kind of a flyer. Um, he's probably available in your leagues maybe still. So if you need somebody pick him up, uh, he might be the, the Willie Sneed of week five, week six. Ooh. Um, he might not. A great name. It is. Um, you might not, but it, you know, that's where you're, that's where you're leading for, especially with all these injuries in Minnesota. It's just not, it's not my favorite. Cincinnati Bengals. Like a, like a porn name, Stefan Diggs. Just me. Just me. Well, I, I was, uh, at NBC sports. We were talking about Chikandrick West and this guy was like, the guy has to be a football player. Chikandrick West. It's like, you have to do it. And I was like, or you're in a Harry Potter novel. Don't you think that could also be like a Harry Potter name? Could be. Chuck Kendrick could West. Be. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Chuck Kendrick. Set your Stephon spell, Chuck Diggs. Kendrick. I love Tay Diggs. So, hey, I'm in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm in. It's good. Cincinnati uh, Bengals, five and zero. Also one of my favorite teams. The Buffalo Bills, three and two. Get ready for my red hot rant. You see what I did here? I do not know why everyone keeps ranking Andy Dalton so low in the rankings. I do not understand it. What does this guy have to do to show you that he is ready to play this year? He completed 30 of 43 passes for 331 yards with two touchdowns and an interception. Plus he had 18 rushing yards and he ran a touchdown in, which I called, I would like to say. You did call, girl. I did call that. I and did somebody call. called you out on on uh Twitter being like, I think I heard that on her fantasy. I think football. yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. I did say it. And Thank it happened. Um uh, yeah. And he won over the Seahawks. This was a huge win. He threw a pretty big interception, but you know what? He had the strength of mind to come back. 
in this big game and win it. Stop being afraid of this guy, especially in daily football. He's consistently raking at the top right now. I am, I am, I just don't understand it. And Brandon's got to look. And so tell me, Brandon, why does everyone keep ranking him so low? No, no, no. It's one o'clock in the morning. I don't have a look. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I don't I just realized I was doing it. this. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so weird to me. I get everyone's afraid because the preseason was rough and last year was but he didn't have his weapons last year. Look at two years ago. He was a top five quarterback. He literally was the fifth highest scoring quarterback in 2013. And he's putting up the same numbers this year. Stop being afraid of him. Love him. Stop. Love him. Yeah. I have him a lot of places. That was my rant. Um, Giovanni Bernard has plain and simple outplayed Jeremy Hill for multiple weeks now, pretty much the whole season. If we really think about it and the offense, just they perform better when he is in the game. Giovanni mm-hmm. Bernard had the team high 15 carries for 80 yards and five catches for 21 yards. Compare that to Jeremy's Hills, eight carries for 13 yards and one catch for 12. Terrible, terrible. <laughs> um, when they are behind, you know, or in a close game, they throw the ball. This is an offense that throws the ball, which means that Giovanni Bernard is their guy no matter what, especially in the fourth quarter, they go to Giovanni Bernard. Giovanni Bernard is the receiving back as well. So he's going to be in play there. Um, and Jeremy Hill just hasn't had the success that everyone, you know, like he had a year ago. But what does get me equally hot, <sighs> offensive coordinator Jackson said that his, uh, that what, how do you word this? But Jeremy's playing and playing well. Jeremy's still our starting tailback. Everybody has seen over the last couple of games that Giovanni Bernard has got more carries, more opportunities than Jeremy. Well, eventually that's going to flip. I hate you Jackson what an a-hole I hate you why would you even say that why would you I'm say jerk. yeah yeah he's doing better and this isn't a Mansell McCallan kind of thing this is this is classic why why are you trying to make me not feel good about about the Bengals yeah, here what a jerk Jackson anyway do you feel good about Tyler Eifert he is legit he is like one of the top guys this year he had eight oh, catches on 12 targets 90 yards two touchdowns he's the man and then make sure you check out Marvin Jones for an injury beforehand keep your eye on him uh Buffalo Bills Tyrod Taylor guys this is some interesting news. He has an MCL injury and he could miss a few weeks. If Taylor can't go, the Bills are more than likely give the start to EJ Manuel. They did sign Josh Johnson, who they signed on Tuesday. He should serve as the primary backup in that case. With that said, though, Taylor has not been ruled out for week six and has been said that he might play in his day to day. I don't think he's going to play. I don't. Um, but definitely check your lineups and make sure. I don't really suggest you go with either EJ Manuel or Josh Johnson in that case, but just make sure you check beforehand. Ashley might uh, have to, though. I might have to. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. In her Brandon Whedon situation. In my two quarterback leagues, my two two quarterbacks leagues, and Tyrod Taylor's in one of them, and I had Brandon Whedon as my backup to Tony Romo. So it's been a nightmare. It's been a season <laughs> full of quarterback injuries for me. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Charles Clay. Uh, do you know how hard it is to actually put waiver wire money down for like Brandon Whedon or Jimmy Clausen and now Matt Castle <laughs> or EJ Emanuel? Like, do you know how much it hurts my soul? I didn't even do the waivers this week because I can't, I can't spend money on this. I can't. Anyway, morally opposed. Uh, it really is. Yeah. Charles Clay, he did not have the game we were hoping for. He only had one reception for seven yards. Um, he was only targeted pitiful three times. It was a really weird game. But the good news, or interesting news, I should say, is he only needs 16 receiving yards to achieve the most receiving yards by a Bills tight end through the first six games of a season. So they may target him more than usual to try to get him to that mark. 
sadly, his values kind of decreased because of the wide receivers. There's no wide receivers out, you know, they're all injured at the moment. And so therefore they're just trying to run uh, Carlos Williams had gotten hurt and it's just, it's kind of affecting Charles clay stock. So it's just, it's just weird, but he's still one of the better tight ends. Um, so you may, your hand might be forced. Percy Harvin, bad news. His hip was out of practice. Carlos Williams concussion did not participate in practice on Wednesday. Carlos Williams concussion is still in the concussion protocol. So follow that. It's rumored that he might play. The good news is Tyrod Taylor's knee and LaShawn McCoy's hamstring and wide receiver Sammy Watkins calf. Those were all in the first snaps with the first practice unit on Wednesday. So all of them were practicing. So we are praying to God Tyrod Taylor, LaShawn, and Sammy are playing this week. Come on. Come on, Bills. Come on. I know I ranked Sammy. I didn't know if I should or not. Like, do I trust you? He was so close to going last week that I think he's <sighs> going to be a lock for this week. I do. I really do. It's it's, it's the other two a little up in the air about. Yeah, just oh. in time to get blown up by the Bengals. The just, yeah, just in time. time. Mm. But they both have decent defenses. So it, yeah. But I do think this actually, if they both play, could be a really big offensive game. But the Bills are giving up a ton of fantasy points. Yeah. So I think we're overinflating how good the Bills are. So I think the Bengals for sure are going to be able to put some points up. And it's all going to ride away the Tyrod Taylor plays for the, for the Bills to score. Let's do it. Interesting. Chicago Bears 2-3, and three, the Detroit Lions 0-5. and five. Game of the week. Game of the week. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is a rival though, right? I mean, these two teams don't yeah. particularly care yeah. for each other, so maybe it'll be good. I mean, sure. We'll call it a rivalry. Um, (laughs) Matt Forte is the man, and the Lions give up the ninth most fantasy points to opposing running backs. He's also a good daily option. He's amazing. But, but Brian, I thought they were going to trade him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be a great idea. Listen, great idea. Nothing would shock me with the Bears at this point. Uh, If you stream quarterbacks, you have to consider Jay Cutler this week. You just do. Detroit gives up the eighth most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. Cutler put up 17 points with no Alshon Jeffrey and no Eddie Royal. And with Martellus Bennett being like triple covered, um, the Lions only have three interceptions on the year, which is great for Cutler's quote unquote style of play. I love that so, style of play translation. He throws a lot of interceptions. Yeah. <laughs> style of play. Style you of play. Coin, you should find that. Yeah, I should. Alshon Jeffrey is still questionable. Holy mackerel. They have a bye week in uh, week seven. So a lot of people think that he's going to sit out next week, week yeah. and then take the bye and then come back quote unquote fully healthy. I'm just going to do that for the whole Bears right up. Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry if you have him, and I'm one of them too. Only 7.8 fantasy points on the year. Unbelievable. uh, Eddie Royal is still questionable as well with his ankle injury. Keep your eye on the injury report. Marcus Wilson played well as the lone receiver last week. He caught uh, six of his eight targets for 85 yards and a touchdown. You can't can't expect more than that. So um, that's nice for a guy that's going to be basically free and daily, and you could pick up off the waiver wires for nothing. And you need to just watch the injury reports in general. But if you have Wilson and and Alshon and Eddie don't play, you might be able to actually trade him for some value. I know that sounds crazy, but some people are desperate in bye weeks. I would do that. And Martellus Bennett did drop a couple passes last week but at Kansas City, but he was really triple covered. So I wouldn't worry about it. You're still playing him. 
Boom, lions. All right, I'll, I'll take the lions. Okay, I'll take the. You take the. You, went, you take the lions. Yeah, you no, because I just said the Chicago Bears. So you. No, take you the, do. You. I got the next one. You. 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 You, you, you are. Okay. No, you are. Okay. Well, let's start off with the awkward moment from last week when Matthew Stafford was benched late in the uh, third quarter. I couldn't believe it. Oh my god. I mean, I can believe it. He was awful. I think they also just put him out of his misery. I'm not quite sure they benched him as much as they took pity. They just, yeah, they're just like, it's cool, dude. You're done. We don't need, you know, you're fine. Yeah. We give it. Take a moment. Take five deep breaths is what I tell my kids. <laughs> That's what yeah. he needed. He needed. He needed a good quarter and a half. Yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> Stafford has been making reckless plays um, one too many times. And Jim Caldwell was just, you know, he's, he said it's okay. Just take a moment. Amir Abdullah. Oh, how the excitement and mighty have fallen since the preseason. Mm-mm-mm. He was replaced by running back Zach Zener and replaced as kick returner by wide receiver TJ Jones after fumbling twice in the first half against the Arizona Cardinals. Ugh. He finished with six carries for 17 yards and one catch for nine yards. That's not so good. No. It is a sad day when Theo Riddick has the team high of 10 catches for 53 yards and a touchdown. Now, hopefully, good news for the Lions, Drake Bell from the ankle injury said he hopes to be able to play in week six game against the Chicago Bears. We'll see. He fully practiced on um, Wednesday, so – It'll be interesting, but Megatron, I'm saying, like, what do we do? Do you trade him? Is yeah. he worth anything at this point? Do you hold on to him until he has a good game? Do you just keep him and and pray the Detroit Lions get their act together? Well, this is – he wasn't good at the beginning of last season either. Remember just I had to trade him away? I did the Matt Forte blockbuster trade with my husband where I got Matt Forte and gave him Calvin Johnson, and then Calvin uh. Johnson exploded in the offseason for him. Or in the uh, – uh, Playoffs. Playoffs for him. Yeah. I think you have to pair him up, though. You can't trade him straight up because he doesn't have enough value straight up. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good luck. That one's tough. Denver Broncos 5-0 and zero at the Cleveland Browns 2-3. and three. Maybe also well, game of the week. <laughs> no offense. No offense. So bad. So bad. 5-0. and oh. Record for the Denver Broncos is only upheld by their amazing defense. There's no questions asked. I don't even know what to say about their offense, but I will say the defense is amazing. They even even with losing to Lieb and Ware last week, they still had like 22 fantasy points in standard league. So I, I, you're starting them again. Uh, I believe Talib is going to be playing Ware. He's day to day, so um, we'll see. But yeah, that Broncos defense is out of control. But other than that, I mean, can you really trust any of them? Peyton Manning had 266 yards, zero touchdowns, and two interceptions. This should be a great matchup for him, but he doesn't go along with the coaching plan. His offensive line is awful, and his old body is just not letting him do what he wants to do. So it's just, like, not a good thing. Uh, Demarius Thomas is questionable, so keep an eye on his injury report. He's got something going on with his neck. I don't know. What has he done since this year much anyways? It's not good. Emmanuel Sinners had 111 yards, but no touchdown. I'm still playing him. Um, this just doesn't look that pretty. So, Oh, I'm playing Emmanuel Sanders for sure. Oh, yeah. But that's it. 
That's it. CJ Anderson and Ronnie Hillman are not to be trusted. I think one of them will have a good game. And if I had to guess, it'd be Anderson because I think fantasy gods are in the mood to screw us all over at this point. Um, But this is a great matchup. This is just a great matchup for the running back. So it kind of, you know, I know we're all going to be tempted. And if I was you, I would play like a free fan duel lineup and put them in. So you feel like you did your duty and just not play them and and, and your lawn links, you know? Um, so at least he blows up somewhere. Um, but yes, uh, Owen Daniels. Um, yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> I hope you keep your car in the garage. Cause I think a lot of fantasy owners want to key your car right now. Cause they're very angry, very angry. Just lost your tires, you know? Nothing to oh, yeah. you, because you're a great person, but, you know. I mean, I don't know how he could do so poorly against um, the Oakland Raiders that everyone and their dog could score on. It was unbelievable. I thought he wasn't even targeted, right? Because, like, I didn't watch the whole entire game. I was on Red Zone watching a bunch of other games, too. But he had five targets. Oh, yeah. No, no, so it was, it was like, it was just right? him being that bad. Well, some of the targets weren't super catchable balls, but... He wasn't um, great either. No, he's awful. <laughs> awful. Awful, awful, awful. And I made that mistake, too. He was in my FanDuel lineup. What a jerk. Big goose egg. Hate you. Browns. All right. No, 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 Josh McCown. Sorry, guys. He's listed as questionable with an ankle sprain. He'll be fine. Don't worry. He's going to play. Um, but really, um, this is the definition of chasing points. Okay. We thought he would have a nice game against Baltimore, and he did. So that's he great. But the Broncos give up the absolute fewest fa- fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. And I don't think that – I mean, don't get cute here and say, oh, well, DeMarcus Ware isn't going to play. The productivity doesn't drop off for the Broncos. There they have because, Yeah, Shaquille Barrett is filling in, and he already has two sacks and two forced fumbles on the season. Yeah. That's right, the backup. That's so, the backup. Yeah. Don't don't get cute here. This is also not the week to stream any of their wide receivers. Again, the Broncos are healthy. They give up the absolute fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. Akeem Talib is probably coming back, you guys. Even if he's not back, Chris Harris Jr., just don't go there. And then there are the backs. Denver's in the middle of the road when it comes to defending the run as far as fantasy production is concerned. Last week, Crowell was the number one guy. The week before, it was Duke Johnson. But both of them are pretty productive. So if you need somewhere between 7 and 15 points, if you're playing standard, they'll hit that. And that's actually good enough for a lot of people for their running back, too, or their flex. So I'm okay with you playing them. They're the only people that I'm like, okay, I I can understand your thought your rational thought. Other than that, no go. Gary Barnage has a tough matchup, but he's almost a guy I'm going to start anyway. Yeah. Pick him up. And he's not even owned by everybody. Pick him up. Pick him he up. Another great game last week. Crazy. Another, this, this is second time this season with 10 targets and over a hundred yards and a touchdown. His upside is crazy. Yeah. And you know what? Tight ends. I'm okay with you playing good tight ends and bad matchups. I'm not okay with you doing that with wide receivers. And he had the crazy catch where it was like in the feet, through the on the knees, oh, yeah. popped it up, caught oh. it, and for the touchdown. 
Love like it. the catch of the year. It was fantastic. So great. Also, Denver is giving up the eighth most fantasy points to opposing defenses. So if you are in a pinch, you can pick up the Cleveland Browns defense because Peyton Manning, interception city. Sorry. <laughs> He's so bad. Really They're so crazy. bad. Offensive lines. Which means we're probably going to win the Super Bowl this year, right? Because right. it's the one year that we have not, and again, we, because we're Bronco fans, we've always, we've that's been very open about that. Every year we look high octane offense, looks so good, and then we like crumble. So this will probably be the year because the defense is so good that we'll win it. <laughs> Man, I just hope they can uh, continue. I, I just can't believe their record. Houston Texans, one and four. The Jacksonville Jaguars, one and four. Brian Hoyer is the starter, you guys, for now. For now. I hate quarterback controversies. However, I will point out that Ryan Mallett was so bad against Indianapolis in week five that he scored 0.0 points. And that was with like throwing the ball. <laughs> you know, that was, like, that was actually his fantasy score. <laughs> he got the same amount of points as Colt McCoy. Exactly. I felt so bad because all they did was like kept panning to his face, his upset face, his disgusted face. Like even when they scored, he looked angry, you know, and I was, it just got uncomfortable. Matt Mallet's face on the sidelines. Yes. Oh yeah. It's the worst. It was the worst. Now in fairness, he did kind of like tell them to pull him out cause he got hurt, you know, but I don't know. Yeah. He got know. hurt. Like Andrew Luck got hurt. I think it's like the wind knocked out of him. So I don't know, but job was lost. Yeah. Brian Hoyer. You don't it think should, it should have always hurt? been Brian Hoyer. It should have always been Brian Hoyer. They should have never switched it to Why? Mallet in the first place. Yeah. Well, the whole thing is crazy. I, I don't trust any of them except for DeAndre Hopkins. The Holy uh, mackerel. Could you imagine Matt. what that guy would do if he had a real quarterback? What if he, he and Aaron Rodgers played together? Magic. Mm-hmm. Must start. Aaron Foster <laughs> is also a must start. He has he had more production in PPR league because he had nine catches last week. It's amazing, That's crazy. Um, but still, he's a he's a must start in all formats. The guy's a baller. I, it's unbelievable what he can do. And Jacksonville's given up the fifth most points to opposing running backs. You can start him in daily. Cecil Schwartz is back at practice after dislocating a shoulder. Listed as questionable, but has a decent chance of playing. That's good. Prior to the injury, he was seeing eight to twelve targets per game, but his production wasn't great. So it's kind of like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But still, if you're desperate, you know who you are. Nate Washington is still sidelined with a hamstring injury. Another guy that sees 8 to 11 targets, no production. And now there's this Keith Mumphrey guy who is now the guy getting the targets and no production. So that'll stop once these other guys come back. But, you know, we should talk about it. And then Jalen Strong was the one who had the two touchdowns last week. But those were the only two catches he's had in his entire (laughs) career. So that's wonderful. (laughs) It was very exciting. But, um... Yeah, that's how do you predict that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't want you to bank on that. His only two catches of his career were touchdowns, and that's impressive. Don't chase the points. And for those of you keeping track at home, Houston is dead last in fantasy points scored as a defense. Can you believe that? Where is JJ Watt? Jadavian Clowney? What is happening? It it's like, oh, I, yeah. So anyway. Even against the Jaguars, I'm not starting them. I actually think the Jaguars are pretty decent. And uh, I know Blake Bortles is injured, but I think that I'm don't don't take this bait, you guys. They've done nothing. I like it. Jacksonville. T 
TJ Yeldon, he heard his growing in the game last week. Uh, he has gone on to say that he is fine, and the injury he suffered in the game against the Bucks is not serious. Keep an eye on him before you start him. Otherwise, you know, the good news is that Denard Robinson did practice in full on Wednesday. So uh, if you are kind of questioning that, then go ahead and try to get Denard Robinson as he would be the one to replace him. Unfortunately, TJ Yeldon and wide receiver Alan Hearns, they did not practice on Wednesday. Um, so again, make sure you're checking your injury reports. Blake Bortles, I will eat my words. I did not think he's going to have a good game, but he did. He completed 23 of 33 passes for 303 Woo-hoo! yards, four touchdowns, and only one interception against the Bucks. He also ran for 21 yards. So yay, Blake Bortles. But like Brand said, he is hurt. I will completely botch this up if I do not say it as a quote. Um, so orthopedic surgeon Brian Schultz tells him that they can he can play through his grade one AC joint injury. Um, on the grading scale, it is least severe, but it is pretty painful. Schultz said he's going to be quite tender. It may affect his throwing, but players can bounce back from this injury pretty quickly. It depends on how he responds to treatment. Um, it is definitely a possibility he can play this week. With that said, he was a full participant in practice on Wednesday. So I think play him. Expect him to play. Blake Bortles will play. That is my prediction. And I think he will do just fine. Also, just going to be Alan Hearns. He is still killing it. Five or seven, 216 yards and a touchdown. Thank you, Alan Hearns, for your consistency. Alan Robinson, thank you as well. Game high seven receptions for 72 yards and two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. He has proven that he can be a wide receiver one in your lineups. Playing with confidence. Even his bad weeks aren't that bad when Robinson's bad. Who would ever think that two of the top receivers would be on the Jags right now? But it's true. And Julius Thomas, he did make his. We uh, did. Yeah, that well, is true. We thought so. But, you know. I've been on the Alan Hearns train since 2014, baby. I know. We, we've been high on Jags for a while now. But uh, we're not high on Julius Thomas. He he did show up and played, allegedly, against the Bucks. He only had two pitches for 20 yards. And uh, I don't expect a whole lot better to this week. So don't love him. Oh, sad. No Antonio Gates there, my friends. Miami Dolphins, one and three. The Tennessee Titans, one and three. Game of the week. Yeah, right. Dolphins. <laughs> uh, this is a hard write-up for me. Miami got a new head coach. Congratulations. Uh, my mother called him a beefcake. Yeah, muscles. Wow. I don't know. He is a beefcake. Yeah. He is a tight. He looks like he is a gym rat. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Said, yeah, steroids guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She's like, we're just going to ride that line. We're just going to ride that line. <laughs> Basically saying Adam can can just, you know, start doing what he does best, you know, hurting people illegally. Um, so we'll see. Uh, it'll be interesting. I'm not sure if that was the only change that needed to be happening on the Miami Dolphins to get them back on track, but we'll see. Tennessee defense is actually better than what you would think. They're struggling um, with tight ends. So you can play Jordan Cameron. That's exciting. He hasn't done much yet, but you know, he, he sees eight targets. So that's, that's promising. Uh, Jarvis Landry has been worthless so far, but he has seen 10 to 12 targets. So it's hard to bench him too. Stinks. But if you have a better matchup, if you have a better guy, <laughs> just he's do been it. pretty good in PPR actually. Yeah. Well, he's seen a lot of targets, so he's catching the ball. He's just not catching it for any yards. So in standard links, it's been frustrating. And PPR, yeah, it's fine. Um, Rashard Matthews has had some good games this year. Um, But I think the guy actually to start this week is going to be Kenny Stills. He had a a week Mm -hmm. before by, and I think that the most successful teams against Tennessee's backs are – 
are guys who do the deep threat. And that is exactly what Kenny Stills is. So I'm kind of into Kenny Stills. and doing it. For the Titans, listen, I like the Titans a lot, uh, unlike the Dolphins. But I kind of think this is going to be a low-scoring game again, like mm-hmm. a 14-10. Therefore, there's not a lot of fantasy points for you, you guys. I'm okay with you starting these guys, but it is not my favorite move. Delaney Walker, Kendall Wright, and Antonio Andrews, the, the running back that's going to be the lead guy there. Um, they all have potential to have big games against Miami Dolphins because they're awful. Um, but again, I just think it's going to be a low scoring game. So I'm not, I'm not reaching for either team. All right. Yay. 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 And again, guys, it's fantasy season. Are you ready to dominate your league? Download the freed sports manias app. You can simply import your fantasy team from Yahoo, CBS sports, and ESPN and get personalized feeds from fantasy football experts. Get breaking news, scoring opportunities, fantasy points, and milestones. With Sports Manias, you also get real-time updates on your players to make smart, smarter lineup decisions. Alerts every time your players are in the red zone. Sports Manias brings you a new fantasy tool that gives you an edge to help you dominate your league. Get your fantasy on with Sports Manias. Uh, it's awesome, you guys. You should really download it. Let's get into the afternoon games. Carolina Panthers 4-0 and zero at the Seattle Seahawks 2-3. and three. I'm going to go super contrarian here, I guess. I'm saying start Cam Newton. Me too. I don't understand. I, they gave up a rushing touchdown to Nick Foles and Andy Dalton, and they're not going to give one up to Cam Newton? That doesn't even make any are. sense. Now, I know that those are both away games, and that Seattle does play better at home, and they do have Cam Chancellor back, and the Nick Foles... Touchdown maybe wouldn't have happened with Cam Chancellor on the field. But still, I I feel like the ceiling is just too high to ignore him. So I am playing him. Sorry. Um, Seattle, allowing 4.4 sacks per game. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, that's tied with Kansas City as a league high. So I think you play that Carolina defense. You do it. You do it. And the only good matchup for this game is for Greg Olson, which is great. Seattle gives up the fifth most points to tight ends. Olson's been a little hit or miss this year, but still, I think that he's the way to go. He is the key pass catcher on the team. And um, other than that, you know, the Seahawks give up the third fewest points to posing wide receivers, the absolute fewest points to running backs. And, you know, Jonathan Stewart, jeez. He has not gone over 62 rushing yards, no touchdowns. I mean, he's just a total downer. So don't start him this week. I do like Ted Ginn Jr. though. Me too. Yeah. You know, toss it up a little bit. It's a tougher matchup. Better days are ahead. So hang on to him if you can, if you have like a little bit, like if he's on the roster bubble for you, if you will. He's a situational deep threat, but he has great chemistry with Cam Newton. They're getting him more involved, you guys. He's a real deal. Absolutely. Seahawks. First, let's give a shout out to Thomas Rawls, who had 23 carries for 169 yards and a touchdown in the loss, granted, to the Bengals. But you know what? He did fantastic. Sadly, thank you for your effort, Rawls. That's all we need from you because Marshawn Lynch is coming back. Uh, So I hope you played Rawls while you had him, if you had him. Uh, His hamstring should be able to play this week in terms of Lynch against the Panthers, as long as he doesn't suffer any major setbacks or have any injuries in practice this week. Um, This is all according to coach Pete Carroll. So all things should be pointing to a yes for Marshawn Lynch. And that should be all you were concerned about in terms of the rushers. Woo-hoo. Let's do the Jimmy Graham has virtually no fantasy value update. 
And yes, <laughs> he still has mm-hmm. no real value to any of us. No. Nope. Three catches on five targets for 30 yards last week. I mean, here is the deal. Graham is not a central player in the Seahawks offense. We told you he wasn't going to be, and he's proven to not be. Let's call it what it is. Sadly, when the Seahawks are ahead, they just run the ball. They won't attack passes partially because of the lack of a high power offense in the air. Maybe because we've got a little bit of a shorter stature, Russell Wilson. He's also a running quarterback himself. They very much are a safety play kind of offense and they've got a great running game. So why would they risk it in the air? Either way, Graham is a low end tight end one in terms of what you can start right now in your lineup at this point. Touchdown dependent. Absolutely. Just like all the other receivers in Seattle. San Diego Chargers two and three, the Green Bay Packers four or five and zero. Antonio Gates is a must start. Welcome to great game. What a game! What a game! Eleven targets for nine receptions, ninety-two yards, and two touchdowns. Love him. He's one of the few guys that we say when they come back off a of bye or come back off of being out that you really should just put in your lineup right away. I mean, obviously Le'Veon Bell, but yes, Foster. Antonio Gates. He's a freak. Love him. Um, the Chargers were using Melvin Gordon more, but he's still without a touchdown, which is sad because I think Woodhead is like the more diverse back. He was doing so good in the first quarter, and then all of a sudden they stopped using him until they got crazy close in the fourth quarter again. It's just like they need to figure out that back area a little bit better. They both could be successful. You don't need to use one or the other. Um Love Keenan Allen. I know he wasn't great last week, but Rivers will need to air it out so they can stay competitive with the Green Bay, Green Bay Packers. So I'm in. Packers defense is better than you think. Um, at this point, if you're not like having them, you're not paying attention to the defense. They are better. It's going to be a tougher matchup for Phillip Rivers. But great. if Phillip Rivers, he's does, he does pull things out of his hat. He's a freak that way. That interception that he had was not his fault. Um, so... If you need him, you need him, and that's okay. There's better options out there, but I'm okay. Packers. I thought you were going to say something other than hat. Pull something out of of his suede jacket. Beep. Suede jacket. (laughs) His cowboy boots. Correct. Mm. Speaking of pulling things out, Eddie Lacey. Mm <laughs> he started slow last year as well. And this was about the time that he got it together. And San Diego gives up the third most fantasy points to opposing running backs 123.6 rushing yards per game. If he stinks it up this week, we can all freak out. We can come together and just lose our minds. But this week, I'm a believer it's going to happen. He only has one rushing touchdown, and that was in week one. But this, this is the moment. This is the moment. I agree. Thank you. I put all my energy into that because I'm putting all my energy towards Eddie Lacy getting better. Randall Cobb continues to struggle with a shoulder injury. San Diego gives up the second fewest fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. And it just seems like they have more cornerbacks. I know that their cornerbacks keep getting hurt in San Diego, but they keep coming up with good ones. So it's the way it is. It's the way it is. Um, the talent is still there for Cobb. He's just not healthy. James Jones, stop it. He's a he's an actual must start. Is, I'm sorry. We're living in a world where Larry Fitzgerald, Brandon Marshall, and James Jones are must starts. And I'm not telling you you have to start 
Randall Cobb, like, Demarius like Thomas. Thomas. Or, yeah, it's just yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. we're yeah. in the weirdest world I've ever been in. Anyway, <laughs> if Richard Rodgers doesn't score a touchdown, then he gets you one to four points. The matchup is okay, tied for 10th most, but he's feast or famine. So that's up to you. And like you said, Green Bay, quietly the fifth highest scoring defense, and they're available in a lot of leagues right now. They have an interception in every single game, including the four last week. But um, San Diego coughs up the ball a lot. So Rivers has had five interceptions so far this season. So consider streaming Green Bay's defense. Baltimore Ravens, one and four. San Francisco 49ers, one and four. Wow, we have lots of game of the weeks here. Yeah, it's hard to pick which terrible game. It's really really good. It's going to be a fun Sunday. (laughs) Who would have thought week six would have been filled with bad matchups? I was watching the NFL Network, and this game of the week, they're actually trying to make exciting by pretending this is like a brother's revenge game. That John Harbaugh is oh. going to get revenge for Jim Harbaugh losing his job. And I'm like, Jim Harbaugh's killing it in Michigan. That's way, he doesn't that's care. way too he much drama. <laughs> that's way too much drama. <laughs> we're, like, really, we're really trying to dig deep to pull first. Yeah. 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 This that is was sister wives. This is, this is the NFL. And th- that's just crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. <Yeah. laughs> anyway, I think there's no drama there at all. I just wanted to point that out. But both Crockett Gilmore and I Broke My Back, Steve Smith Sr. are coming back this week. These Beast. people are freaks. Freaks. Hopefully, hopefully coming back this week. Steve, if I broke my back, I wouldn't do a podcast season. Oh, I'm sure I wouldn't do anything. I just I would, right. Same here. Get Not caught Steve up on Smith. sister wives. He he has a hit list and he is ready to go. Right. Uh, Justin Forsett sat out with an ankle injury. This actually does concern me. Um, it's the same injury that took him out of the overtime last week against Cleveland. Forsett came out on strong over the last two weeks. We were so excited, but check that injury report. This is a little disconcerting. I'd like to see him practice. So, uh, In case you have a deep roster, Lorenzo Taliaferro was placed on the season-ending injury reserved list with the foot injury. Brutal. So they picked up Raheem Mostert. Uh, he's going to be the third string guy behind Buck Allen. But just in case, I'm in some weird, weird deep leagues where like everyone's gone. So there's your heads up. M-O-S-T-E-R-T. I'm assuming that's Mostert. It might like be Mostert. But... I hope it's Mostert. <laughs> we like making everything in French. Fingers so. crossed. Mostert. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wide receiver Darren Waller suffered a concussion. Uh, you know, overall, I mean, Forsett's a must play. Crockett is a nice play if he stays on the field. The defense is a must play. The rest are kind of crapshoots. But San Francisco gives up the fourth most points to opposing quarterbacks, sixth most to opposing running backs, Fifth most wide receivers, eighth most tight ends. Literally, you should be able to start everyone, but it's Baltimore, so you're kind of pulling your hair out. San Francisco is terrible. They're really bad. So on that side of the game. Okay, so last week they had you mention Kamar Aiken? No, because you just you play him. Yeah. Okay. I think you play him. Yeah. I think even if C Smith comes, I I think he's earned respect. You're right. I should have mentioned him. Yeah. Good. San Francisco is so bad. Yeah, we're just too. playing everybody if they're on the field. The <laughs> question is, are they on the field with all of them, unfortunately? Right. Um, but on to San Francisco. This is a good matchup for the quarterback. They gave up the second most and uh, same with wide receivers. Uh, but those are the 49ers' biggest weaknesses by a long shot. Yeah. Uh, Anquan Bolden had a monster game for him last week. Eight catches, 107 yards, and a touchdown, especially if you're in a PPR league. That's really great. Um, but before, he only went over 36 yards once. 
the whole rest of the season. And he scored one other touchdown. And that was in week two, both of those instances. So, uh. You can go with Kaepernick and Bolden if you're desperate, I guess. It's a contrarian move. I'm not doing it. Um, I think that they're going to stuff the box. And poor Carlos Hyde, who finally had a decent game again, is going to have a rough go of it. And they're going to dare Kaepernick to throw. And I don't think it's going to work out for anyone. Um, It's my favorite. It's my favorite. <laughs> the good news is that they did give Carlos Hyde over 20 carries last week, which is yeah, great okay. because that was the first time that it happens since week one when he had that breakout game. So hopefully if he gets the opportunities, it's great. But man, it, what a guy was great talent that we just can't depend on. It's really sad. And then also Garrett Selleck, uh, Brent Selleck's little brother. How adorable is that? He is all of a sudden Cute. getting some targets. And unless you're in a very, very deep league, he doesn't really count. But Let's put it this way. If you have Vernon Davis on your roster, you're insane. Go get Garrett Selleck. And the defense is the third lowest in fantasy. Winning. Winning. New England Patriots, a four and zero at the Indianapolis Colts, three and two. We got some Sunday night football. This is the easiest analysis ever. You start everyone. I mean everyone. I don't care who it is. Tom Brady averaging 25.97 fantasy points per game. Rob Gronkowski catching five passes per game for an average of 93.8 yards and a touchdown. Yes, four touchdowns in four games. Although one one in week one, he had three of them. So it's a little bit cheating. But still, yeah, that's what the average cheating. is. Julian Edelman is tied with Emmanuel Sanders for the eighth most receptions of any receiver in the league right now. And he's played one less game. Hmm. And mm, with one less game on his belt as well, Dion Lewis is fourth in receptions and third in receiving yards and 10th in overall fantasy points with one less game. And because it's a blowout potential, LeGarrette Blunt's even on the table. Whatever. Guskowski, defense, I don't care. These people hate the Colts because of Deflategate. This is going to get ugly. It is. I think it's going to be like 52 to 12. I've been trying to think of a way to do a drinking game involving this for every time they show a ball or they mention a deflated ball. Or, you know what I mean? I'm trying, I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Do you have a I death wish? I, I think there could be a really good game here. Something really good. <laughs> no drinking and driving, people. No. But if you're home, we'll think of something. I'll think. I, maybe I will. I may not have enough energy. We'll see. Uh, Colts. Who's feeling lucky, huh? Anyone? Anyone? No, no. Yeah, let's let's get to the Andrew Luck update. Luck's shoulder made full throws in practice for the first time in two weeks on Wednesday. So that's good news. Granted, he was limited in practice, but they were full throws. Um, Chuck Pagano said that he's headed in the right direction. I don't love that. That doesn't sound super positive to me. With that sand sound, sorry, my goodness. With that said, Andrew Luck is day to day. Chuck Pagano will not say whether Luck will return this week to face off with Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. But if we look historically, Luck is 0-4 in his career against the Patriots, and he has lost by an average of 29 points. He's not playing. So this might not be the best week for him as the Patriots have given up the 14th fewest points to quarterbacks. But you know what? I don't hate Hasselback this week if he plays instead of luck oh uh, i'm no, i'm saying i would feel better about Hasselback than castle than luck castle they're on by they're on by but i'm saying like if you're in like a quarterback situation or maybe you have tyrod taylor and if tyrod oh, taylor doesn't play oh 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 okay and you okay. you need like you need okay. to stretch yeah. i don't hate Hasselback. i don't hate it just because he's done he's done well they've, they've put up you know 
Some good vibes. Get me more than Ryan Mallet. He'll get you more than Ryan Mallet. <laughs> that is true. That is. I true. bet Manzal is so, going to get more than all of you, these guys. Yeah. You know, so think, think about it. <laughs> oh man. Uh, Frank Gore had another good week with 22 rush attempts for 98 yards and a touchdown. So, not bad. But like Brian said earlier. Gore finally starting to get together. And then the Colts re-sign running back Ahmad Bradshaw to a one-year deal. Uh, but I do think you should view this more as a precautionary safety signing, you know, because Gore's looked okay. So I don't, I don't really know what, why they would make a switch at this moment. Hilton is on track to performing just fine for a wide receiver too. I know that is not what you drafted him for. You drafted him as a wide receiver one, mm-hmm. but at least he's not throwing up goose eggs during this whole ordeal. And Andre Johnson, well, play him at your own risk. I don't know what to say to you. Nice. Nice. He had his revenge game. That's all. That's really all it was. It really, that's it. Yeah. Well, maybe not, but you know what? Be okay then blowing up on your bench because that was the revenge game and see if he does anything else. I don't think the Patriots is the best matchup. New York Giants 3-2 and two at the Philadelphia Eagles 2-3 and three for Monday Night Football. I am actually excited for this game. Um, Shane Vereen had a big game last week, eight catches for 86 yards and another 24 yards on the ground. Um, he's again, relevant in the PPR community. That's fabulous. Uh, but buyers beware. Philadelphia has yet to let a running back score more than eight fantasy points in standard leagues. Not good. That goes for Rashad Jennings as well. Uh, so if six, seven points is good enough for you, do it. Do it again. They both do catch the ball. Shane Marine finally really caught the ball last week for the first time. So you do have those extra added points um, onto the seven points, but you know, Larry Dolph Donnell found the end zone for the second time this year. Uh, Yep. And the Eagles give up the third fewest fantasy points to tight ends. So I hope you played him last week, but he was such a sweetheart in the interview afterwards. I was like, Oh, was he? What did he say, Ashley? He was just really sweet, and he was just, like, really... Um, humble? Humble, yeah. He was just really nice. And That's he was good. so smiley. He's just like, he's you know, a lot of don't smile. He was just smiley and happy and glad to be there. And he's like, you know, they throw it up, and that's my job is make plays on that. And I was like, oh, it's just sweet. Mm. It must be nice to actually catch the ball instead of dropping all of them. Mm. So I'm mm-hmm. proud of him, too. Mm. <laughs> good for you, Larry. Uh, which of course I just dropped him last week and dad picks him up and plays him last week to beat Brandon. Sorry. It's my fault. It's my fault. You lost. I apologize. Um, ODB is questionable. And so is Ruben Randall. Um, this is a great matchup, the matchup for them. So if, if they're in you're you know, you're going to play ODB. Ruben Randall's always, you know, anyways, it's not my fave. Uh, Eagles, DeMarco Murray finally had a game that was worth a first round draft pick. Congratulations. Yay. Yay. Uh, this is a great matchup. So if you want to start him and Ryan Matthews, that is fine. Although Ryan tends to have a nice game and then get zero. And this is the week where he's supposed to get zero. So that's a thing. Um, it's such a good matchup. It's hard. It's hard not to do it if you need him. Um, I am playing Sam Bradford, which makes me want to cry. But again, the matchup is there. Um, I also see Zach Ertz getting a touchdown this week, although he's done nothing. I'm, I, I, I see it in the future. 
Um, other than Nelson Aguilar, who's questionable, you might want to just start all of them. The Saints defense is just that bad. The Giants defense? Giants. The Giants. Oh, I, I just wrote that wrong. Giants defense like, is not that bad. I take that that last statement completely back. Taking it back. <laughs> take it back. Don't play Nelson Aguilar. That's where I was going with that. That's uh, actually what I... Yeah. The Saints defense is that bad that they could affect the Eagles playing the Giants. <laughs> that is, that is not, true. That, it that is, might be a true statement, actually. <laughs> that might be it. Maybe my point was made. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's the truth. And that's how you should end the night right there. The Saints are that, that defense is that bad. <laughs> if, if, yeah. Actually, it may be. I actually don't <laughs> disagree with you, unfortunately. It's a possibility. It's going There's to like energy. New York's play in Philadelphia mm-hmm. from New Orleans. Crazy. It's crazy. Bad, yeah. bad. I did, there was like a there was like a montage of the NFL network of like Drew Brees' face. They were like, the defense is really bad. Look at Drew Brees. And it was just Drew Brees being like <laughs> just <laughs> over and over again. Just like, are we serious? Uh, and he just uh, shakes his head. He rubs his brow. It's just it's uh, perfect. So good. It is so good. It is so good. Uh, yeah. So there you go, you guys. Uh, awesome. Have a wonderful week six. It's going to be great. I, we're going to have no injuries. Nothing like that. That's what yeah. we're going to say over and over again. You guys keep saying it. Throw you. those good vibes out. Throw it out because we all need it at this point. We all need it. Again, on by. Get them out of your lineup. The Dallas Cowboys, the Oakland Raiders, St. Louis Rams, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Guys, talk to us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB and on Facebook forward slash HerFantasyFootball. We love answering your questions. Uh, We love all the responses we get Sunday morning, so that's lots of fun. And make sure to listen to us on SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio Saturday night from 8 to 10 Eastern. And subscribe to us on HerFantasyFootball so you can play our fun diced game on FanDuel. Until next time, no more faking it.